Hi everyone. Hi everyone. It's been a while. Yep.、Um, here's our sharing for Thursday, Ephesians two.、Uh, I was thinking about Paul's、um, stark description of all of us in verse one: "You were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked." Just thinking about how that is such a Christian perspective.、Um, I, don't, I don't know if we could say it's unique to Christian religion, but、uh, definitely it is、uh, essential. Like the Bible's assessment of every one of us is that we were dead, like physically we're alive. I, I guess the question that rang in my head is: like, Do I actually believe this? And of course, when I made my decision, I, I, I did. And、uh, in general, I think I do. But emotionally. Um, it's really hard to walk around and see people like you know with healthy, healthy bodies, and they're just pursuing what they want in the world, and to consider that they're dead,、um, and yet. Yeah, it just takes a moment of pause. It just takes like a word from scripture like this to re- to remember.、Mm-hmm. Like they're that Christmas tree, you know, of course one on one. And I was like that too,、uh, spiritually speaking, because of trespasses and sins,、um, and living according to the passions of our flesh. In verse three,、um, uh, we were all cut off from God,、mm-hmm. and、uh, I think that just has to be like a starting point as well as an anchor point that I need to get back to again and again.、Mm-hmm. I think along the same lines, it struck me what verse five says about what the gospel is. Um, it says that we were dead, but we were made alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. The phrase "you have been saved" stood out to me. What is the gospel about? It's this kind of rescue mission.、Um, it's about people who are dead, who are caught in this world where there's a spirit that goes against God.、Um, there's death for everybody, and it's man needing to be rescued from that.、Mm. And just that, there's so many ways we can be confused about what the gospel is. I mean, you know, it simply means good news, and we can think it's good news of a good life or becoming better people,、mm. you know, or of just experiencing like freedom or blessings.、Mm. But I think Paul's really clear here. What's the gospel about? It's about humanity needing to be saved because they're caught in this cycle of death and sin and trespasses against God. And so, yeah, just that, you know, if this isn't clear for me as a Christian, if I、uh, make my faith the gospel about something else, my life's not going to have the kind of color and life and mission it's meant to have as a Christian. Because if this really is what the gospel is about, it makes our lives actually very colorful and full. Each of us is on a mission. We've received the salvation, and we have to go because everyone, all of humanity, is actually caught in this cycle.、Mm-hmm. And the gospel is the only thing that can save. Our lives are very dramatic,、mm-hmm. um, full of the highest stakes、mm-hmm. um, to be on this rescue mission with God.、Mm-hmm. Yeah,、um, and so kind of similar to that,、um, it, it seems there's a connection where Paul's thoughts go in verse nine. He's saying, "Yes, we've been saved as a gift. We never deserved it." Not a result of works, and then yet in the very next verse he talks about, but there are works for us to do,、mm-hmm. and so、um, it says in verse ten, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand.、Mm-hmm. And so it was interesting, you know, we don't come to Christ, we we, we can never take a hold of salvation by the works that we do,、mm-hmm. um, and yet once we understand that God just simply wants to grant us.、Um, Eternal life. Then there's actually a lot of work to do, and a lot of good work to do, and that almost that innate desire in us to do good works. I mean, I think a lot of times it does get corrupted by、uh, impure motives, right? To pay off for some of our wrongdoings, or, or just to get into the better graces of people. But、um, at the same time, there's that. God-like desire to do good works, to serve, to love, to make a difference in this world, and 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 that's not negated by the gospel. It just needs to come in the right order after we、uh, receive salvation. Then we can enter into the works that we were made for, that God prepared for us. One thing from、um, Ephesians that's been standing out for me, like from chapter one as well, is just Paul's awe at what happens when we're in Christ. Chapter one talked a lot about the blessings in Christ, and on this latter part of Ephesians two,、um, Paul talks about this crazy transformation that happens in Christ. So verses like twelve uses these words to describe our state before Christ. He says that we were separated from Him, alienated, strangers, having no hope and without God in the world. In verse thirteen, he says, "But now in Christ,"、uh, this amazing thing happens.、Um, we who have been far off. 
from God, from Christ. We were brought near by His blood. And I think um, the word that stood out to me that he keeps repeating um, after this point of what happens is that there's peace. You know, he says, He Himself is our peace. And then later on in verse 15, he said, So making peace. And then verse 17, he came to preach peace to you who are far off and peace to those who are near. And just thought about how, apart from Christ and this reconciling and bringing back, um, there can be no peace in us because um, being with God is the right place we were meant to be. And that was the only place we were meant to find peace. And yet, I think all of us long for peace and seek it in many other ways. And I think these verses just reminded me if I try to attain peace through any other striving but being in Christ, it's not going to be true peace. I'm going to be restless. It's going to fall short. There's going to be disappointment. Ultimately, that's our message. You know, the message that saves. It's a message about reconciliation that God offers with the blood of Christ that's meant to give us eternal peace that nothing in this world can take away or shake. Um, yeah, just the last thought that um, I wanted to dwell on more is just like, uh, what was motivating God in all of this to, um, yeah, save us, to um, bring us from death to life, and to you know, make us from aliens and strangers into fellow citizens? Um, it's in verse four, because of the great love with which God loved us. Um, and you know, uh, we teach our kids that song, "Jesus loves me, this I know." And, <laughs> but it, it's um, there's not a whole lot of verses where it just straight up says, "I love you." Um, or God's love for us, but it's implicit it's everywhere in the New Testament. It's in the person of Jesus. But here in Ephesians 2, Paul says it explicitly. God loved us so much. His love was so great. He made us alive with Christ. So the gospel says this amazing good news that God does all this, um, ultimately motivated by his great love for us. Mm -hmm. So just wanted to dwell on that some more. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right. Have a nice day. Okay. Bye. Bye.